Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farber here, your host. No voice of reason on this episode. I have the return of comedian Dane Arden, one of my favorites. Uh, he was on episode 64 back on season one of Singles Only Podcast. Check this out. Go back and listen to the one back then to see what's happened in his life in the last five years. Fun episode, fun guy. Check him out. Check me out. I'll be at uh, Laugh Factory in Las Vegas this week, August 14th through the 20th with Angelo Sorokas. Then I'm back in Chicago doing some shows in town before I headline the Center for Visual Arts at Munster, Indiana. So if you know people in Indiana, tell them to come out there. Check me out. I'll be at the Laugh Factory on all the shows Saturday and Sunday, including Patty and friends, Patty Vasquez and friends from this podcast. Also hosting my show, Stand Ups, Sit Down, Monday, August 28th with Greg Kennedy. We have a bunch of amazing comedians, including Calvin Evans, um, Pat Baldock. Check it out. Uh, we interview them after their sets. Fun, fun show. Headlining LOL Comedy Lounge in Winter Haven, Florida, September 1st and September 2nd. Then I'm going to be headlining Side Splitters in Wesley Chapel again on Sunday, Labor Day. Uh, if you know people in Wesley Chapel or Winter Haven, Winter Haven, Florida, tell them to come check me out. Or if you're out there, come check me out. Headlining Beloit on September 5th. And then uh, doing a bunch of shows, headlining all these shows to prepare for my recording of my new album at the Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia, September 8th and 9th. So if you know people in Philly, tell them to check me out there. Doing a bunch of cool, cool shows, uh, headlining in Dallas, Denver. Batavia on October 10th. Um, so Paul F. Comedy has all my dates. Email me if you have questions about this episode of the podcast or any episodes, pfarvar at gmail.com. Website's paulfcomedy.com. Yeah, that's it. I'm so thankful you guys are still listening to the podcast. The numbers were, I thought people weren't listening anymore, but we've been back at it, uh, including a lot of new listeners on Spotify. So kind of cool. Thanks for spreading the word about the podcast. I love feedback. Give us a review if you haven't already. Big news coming on the podcast. I keep saying that, but trust me, it's going to happen before the end of this month. In the meantime, check out our sponsors. Singles only listeners, Paul Farver here. want to tell you about our friends over at Love Shop Toys. They are a sex shop toy. They're passionate about destigmatizing and normalizing sex and sex toys and the conversations around it. They've been around for 20 years and they believe that Life is too short for bad sex. We agree here at Singles Only Podcast. We've teamed up with them, so if you go to their website, loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only, you get 20% off all regular priced items, and all orders over $69 are free. Nice. That's right. Free shipping on all orders over $69. Nice. And you get 20% off if you use our backslash singles only at loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only. That is, you get discreet shipping. You'll get it within two to four days across most of North America. Check them out, loveshoptoys.com, and use the backslash singles only to get 20% off. You're welcome. Ah! It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here. Your host. This week we have a return guest. No voice of reason, but I don't think we need it. I feel like we're both reasonable adults, and you'll see why. This guest, uh, one of my favorite comedians, truly. Uh, I last saw him on episode 64. You guys can go back and listen to that. I might replay it before this or after that, so I make it easy for you guys. 
Episode 64 was five years ago. Dane Arden. Hey, happy to be back. Nothing has changed, so Nothing has changed. That's not true. First of all, lots have changed. <laughs> we, had a, we had an alleged pandemic. We had a lot of things happen in five years. Dane, uh, I see you all the time, and uh, I would always a- think to ask you to come back on the podcast, but you were always introducing me to your new girlfriend. Yes. And it wasn't the same person. Yep. Over the five years. God, I love doing that. It's <laughs> honestly a favorite thing. How? Let me ask you this first. Um, how long into a relationship is it before you call someone your girlfriend? That you're comfortable introducing people oh, as your girlfriend? I do the whole like uh, formally ask like, okay, do you want to be boyfriend and girlfriend? And then You ask that in the relationship? Oh, 100%. How yeah. early on? I want to say probably a month in. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes uh, a lot sooner, but probably a month in. So there was five years between you doing the podcast. So Mm -hmm. that's uh, 12 times five is like 60. Yeah. I can't can't even remember how many relationships. (laughs) I mean. How many months? Handfuls. At least five. I I remember at least three different girls that you introducing me at the Laugh Factory in the last like three years. Yeah, that's always fun because I feel like it's a it's a fun little adventure where you're used to meeting probably comedians that are like, yeah, I'm just hooking up with this person. But for me, it was like girlfriend. Hell yeah. Commitment, baby. Yeah. You got to get in there. What When they meet, when you introduce them at like, say, to some old dude like me at the Laugh Factory, <laughs> are they like, I mean, because I feel like I can't hide my my feelings. I'm like, oh. Oh, is she like, that was weird. Like he seemed to, cause I'm like, does some asshole come I'm way better with social skills, but I imagine someone else would be like, oh, I met you before. Are they like, are you explaining to these poor women that you're just a serial dater? I think I just go into it and I'm like, you know, comedians are weird people. I, who, they have no idea. I just say, yeah, you can never guess what comedians are going to say. Okay. And, and, uh, how in the, let's say the last five, you've at least had five relationships in the last five years. Probably. What's the average lifespan of these? I think going three, six months or a year. I think probably, I think around like nine months, you know, as, as long as you can have a child. Yeah. That's, I, I usually, that's when I clock in and I'm like, you know what? Why did I do this? Do you um, pull out or do you do they break up with you? Usually or? I'm the one. Um, yeah, usually I'm the what one. What causes the, you to be like, I need, I need to get out of here? Uh, I tend to jump into the things really quickly. Get out of here. Uh, would you believe? Um, <laughs> I got, you know, no. there's no time. I got to go. I got to move. <laughs> I got other relationships to jump into. Um, and then I realize that we're incompatible and I uh, just can't do it. What makes someone incompatible with you? I feel like you're pretty easygoing. Yeah, you. Uh, I don't know. You I don't know. See how you. Can I think the last one was funny because it was like such a stereotypical. Like I'm 30 now. Uh, sort of like, I I was dating somebody. I think it was like four years younger. Um, but somebody that loved going out every night, and uh, every, it would I would. I would maybe stay out until like one and then I was dead to the world. Um, and what do you do when you're fights. going out with your girlfriend? Uh, 
just talk about shows that we're watching. And um, so you guys would go out to like bars or dinners or what till one in the morning with your girlfriend they would have friends that they would want to like meet up with and it would be like different like parties or something like that i'm not social so it was already a bad time um but it wasn't their fault (laughs) so you're getting dragged into these parties for lack of a better word Mm -hmm. and she's mad at you because you want to go home at 1 a.m and yeah. uh, and it would end in a fight. You, you it cut you off that you were saying that you guys would be fighting. Or? No, yeah, it would definitely. Um, there would be a lot of that. I'm, there were tons of other stuff, um, but I do remember vividly like that was a big uh, turning point. Was I am too tired to do this anymore? <laughs> Even as a comedian, I'm like I just don't want to do this. I mean, you were going out with her friends, I assume, mostly because comedians don't really go out unless. At night times, I wouldn't want to. I, I wouldn't want to bring them there. You know, yeah. heaven forbid, I bring them to a comedian. They're like Jessica, and they're like, "Who the fuck is Jessica?" <laughs> Start another fight. <laughs> so the breakup last time was because you felt like you'd outgrown the going out to party socializing world. There was that, and then just other like uh, their needs were different than my needs. I couldn't fulfill their needs. You know, if you want to get into that sort of stuff, what are um, the needs you can't fulfill? A lot of like quality time. I think that's comedians. Like, uh, I feel like that's a common thread. Whereas mm-hmm. like, you're like, I got to stay out at Coles until <laughs> two in the morning. Otherwise, how am I going to get booked at Merkel's? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a thread line that I've I'm don't will never get old. Coles is a is a well known open mic on Wednesdays in Chicago where it goes dates back to the days of Pete Holmes and Hannibal Burris and uh it's a hangout spot for comedians. Merkel's on the other hand was a short lived oh, amazing open mic that I started two and a half versions with uh, another comedian and uh yeah, it's just a joke that <laughs> The Merkel's era was was great. Oh um, man, you guys used to, it was the best like way to advertise it is you took photos <laughs> of the comedians on stage, I, tag them. I remember telling Steven, I was like, "We gotta go to Merkel's. I need people to know <laughs> that, that I'm like doing I'm comedy. doing comedy." Like, <laughs> like one year in, I'm like, "That's the biggest thing for me is that." And you would have judges that. I didn't realize until later, like, gave zero fucks, but it <laughs> seemed like big deals. They took it seriously. We had celebrity judges, which were usually either very attractive women uh, who we gave free alcohol and food to, or eventually bookers of clubs. So it was fun to see comedians that were crushing the mic when they, there was no stakes. But then when, you know, the booker at Laugh Factory or, or Comedy Bar was there, they would just... Just, eat a dick man just shaking in my boots <laughs> bro. Just. i just i guess i never yeah i have a different wavelength than that because i i do better well, under pressure as opposed to when there's no stakes but a lot of people are the fair. other way around yeah i see that a lot at like just going to laugh factory like walking around you'll see people that are like so like in their head about like who they need to talk to and like i remember seeing Blake getting accosted by like an early comedian that oh uh, yeah was like how do I mo- how do I become a headliner and I was <laughs> like, you just did your first open mic <laughs> yeah I, I I used to get that a lot but I think people will find me less approachable now because I'm always like 
not making eye contact with anyone because I know better than to you've, you've to learned get stuck in a conversation because uh, there'll be people that come talk to me they're like hey good to see you. I'm like where what do you what is this going <laughs> it's not good to see me you don't want to talk to me you were the host of Merkel bro I was you the host of, well, then I had to host the open mic at Laugh Factory for oh. years and that was rough yeah it was a good experience they they moved it around I remember they did like a guest host every month and I got chosen once and they posted my photo again great opportunity <laughs> for photos photos on oh. on on, fa- on facebook because this is before instagram yeah yeah and those you get like three likes and be like dude i'm fucking crushing it right now man <laughs> I'm, I'm famous but i do remember they posted a photo of me and they were like dane arden is hosting the mic this month and i saw one comment on there and i was like oh dude like who commented on this and it was just like some random guy and he was just like nobody gives a fuck and <laughs> i've never laughed so damn hard in my life i like immediately sent a friend request to him i was hit was it a comedian no it was just a, a literally just a, an audience Troll. member yeah. it was so great ah oh, wow yes the law factory of chicago my home club it's been uh it's been interesting it's uh it's changed over the last 10 years but um yeah I'm, it's a great club, but I digress. Mm-hmm. We're talking about you and your serial dating. Yeah. Do you want to get married and have kids? Is that on your wavelength? You're a small town Oklahoma kid. I mean, my my family still thinks I've got you know aspirations of having kids and going that route, but I I don't really think so. Um, I'm not against getting like married, but I don't. I think I'm one of those millennials that's like I I. Don't, I I would rather go on vacations and uh, yeah, maybe have a dog, give them like a human name and then call it a day. You yeah. Know? Uh, well, this could, this is your future right here. You can take over this podcast. He, oh, be, hey, <laughs> honored. Yes, please. <laughs> you be the future of signals only. That's, <laughs> in fact, that's why we brought you here. We, uh, we have the uh, Laugh Factory Merkel's uh, Crew here. I, I was just about to get kicked out of a band, so this actually lines <laughs> up perfectly for me to take over your yes. career. Good reference. Good <laughs> reference to my old material. I did a joke recently where I said I was in 14 bands. It's an old joke that I had, which you're referencing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then a comedian came up to me like, oh. That's I like that new joke about the bands. I was like, "Oh my lord, you've only been around for." That was like, "Oh, that's so funny." Oh, that's so, so the last date, the last girl didn't work because you didn't want to be social. What about the one before that? Oh man, that's or any of the ones before that. Was it the same reason, or what? What are the reasons? There, that you're there was up? a relationship a while back where I. Um, the conversation of kids got brought up and I think that was the big moment yeah. where I had to make the decision, the fork in the road. Do I, this person wanted to have like five kids. What? Do I go that route? Say, you know, She's a big Jim Gaffigan fan. Y- yeah, like pretty F- much. Philip Rivers. Yeah. Sandy yeah. The Chargers. Do, do I go that route? Um, or do I take over singles only? Um, <laughs> And I said, you know what? I'm lining myself up perfectly for this. So why not? It's all, it's ready to go. You just gotta, I can give you the five to 10 questions I ask everybody as a backup. Oh my God. And then you just go into it. I'm ready. Um, Yeah. I I think that 
if you're dating someone who's in their late 20s, early 30s, the question about kids usually is the, you don't want to waste someone's time if that's what they're looking to do. That's a good honorable move for you to back away. I've been meeting a lot more people that are like, I do not want to have kids. I like very adamantly do not. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's great. And you don't either. Yeah. Yeah. It's win-win. Where are you meeting these people on Hinge or? So I have a Hinge profile that is very much um, a bit uh, that I came up with years ago. Um, with the fish? Yes. Me holding a bunch of fish in my dating profile. It's so funny. Photoshop and um, surprisingly works uh, very well. <laughs> um, I don't like to gloat about a lot of things, but I will gloat. That, no, it's that, funny. It's yeah. actually, for those who don't know, obviously you guys have been on the dating apps if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> the picture with the fish is just something that never made sense. Mm-hmm. And you leaned into it. Oh, man. I came out of the pandemic and I was like, this is <laughs> You're a Photoshop genius. Yeah, I, you, used, mm. I, you used to do some of my photos like when I needed uh, clips and stuff. Not clips, uh, Photoshop stuff. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you... you leaned into that and people that obviously and that's a great angle to me people because if they get it and they like it that's like your personality that's a good way to figure out if they're gonna get along with you as opposed to like three dates in where they're like oh yeah that it it was not my plan to i did not think that far ahead i was just like this is gonna be a dumb bit and i don't care anymore (laughs) they're all pictures of you with fish i I have so little information about myself it's, that oh, there's nothing on there besides that. I have my job as fish holder <laughs> at Fishholder Inc. I the amount of people we finally start talking like normal people, and they're just like, okay, what? Who are you actually? Yeah. Or people like show up to dates and they're like, I really thought you were gonna just have like a tackle box <laughs> and like <laughs> your own fish with you. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, some people might not some, you might be steering away potential people without any information. You should put something little on there. Like just, I, I never will. I never Why? will. I, I is that how you met fun. all the, the five people that you dated? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's literally, they, it. Were, uh, they, they match with you based on your fish hinge profile. Absolutely. These psychos would find me. <laughs> um, and psychos in that they found that, uh, attractive, but, um, it's you though. I mean, it's a picture of you. So yeah. you're, you're putting it out there, what mm. you look like. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And that's good. I lead your with my on there? sense of humor. Uh, yes, my height is on there. Um, I remember the early days of Tinder where you wouldn't put your height on there. And then that would be the first question is like, how, how tall, tall are you? Yeah. And I'd be like, fuck it, seven foot, bro. And then <laughs> unmatch him immediately. Like, were you at Merkel's when we all joined Tinder when it came out? I don't know if you were there oh, that day, no. but it was a glorious day. Oh, the launch of singles only, perhaps. That's so We funny. all joined it. Mm-hmm. And we were all learning what it was at the same time. And then everyone would, like just start yelling, I just matched. And then <laughs> do you, you weren't there that day. No, it was I would have hilarious. Sure. We were all using it because it was my distance, right? So obviously everyone yeah. in the same room. Yeah. It was amazing. That's... But uh, but yeah, the fish profile is, do you have it on other apps too or just Hinge? I have it on Bumble and I have it on Tinder, but I've stopped paying attention to that and I okay. just go just hinge go hinge. all the way. Yeah. 
And then how long after they reach out to you are you like, okay, this is really who I am, and you give them your information? Yeah, usually we'll have like a little bit of banter up top, and then I'll start like... That's the thing is like I do like people that will like ask me questions instead of me having to like constantly be in charge of the conversation. So (laughs) it also filters out people that are like making me do all the work. Um, So yeah, I'll just get right into it and... Um, it goes from like some of like the weirdest profile to like just a completely docile conversation. I do have one, uh, opener, which is like, if I can't think of anything to say about their profile, I'll just say, uh, if you were a fish, what fish would you be? And, um, I'll take it a step further. If we like start really talking we're about to go on like our first date i'll photoshop one of their photos over the fish that they said and then i'll oh, send it to a, them that's cute yeah and uh that's that usually works. a deal breaker or a icebreaker yes yes nice. um and uh what fish is it that you would pick um when they ask me back i always just say i don't know a dolphin or I, I, not <laughs> a dolphin a <laughs> uh, goldfish uh and then uh move it along but i think think (laughs) like no idea probably like a largemouth bass like something basic boring so we've been doing this podcast what six seven years now and the one thing you know about me is that i was a lawyer it's one of the cardinal things associated with me behind being a comedian former musician or failed musician or uh, persian or old but when i need a lawyer i call my friend scott shapiro and you should do the same too 312-648-8800. Scott Shapiro has been representing people for 25 years with workers' comp cases, personal injury, and entertainment law. Scott is a full-service law firm, and in addition to all the injuries that I talked about, work injuries, personal injury, and entertainment law, he handles other matters too. So you can hit him up, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You will not be disappointed. So let's say you, you match. You're having a conversation from with these people for a few couple times. You switch mm-hmm. it over to text, right? Oh, Eventually. yeah. yeah. What's, what's the go-to first date with Dane Arden? Ooh, uh, take him immediately to Laugh Factory. Are you um, kidding? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I feel so weird. Um, I, uh, that's like third date. You're like, this is where I work. That's, uh, I get very cocky on like the third date. I'll be like, yeah, come on to a comedy show, which is like the riskiest move you could yeah. ever do. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, Why yeah. would you do that? Uh, if you're uh, performing, you mean? Or Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, Got it. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. No, I would never just bring. I was that like, would be okay, awful. Um, like, Let's go watch my friends yeah, perform no, comedy. No, okay. absolutely not. You take them to a a comedy show on the uh, third date. Well, probably. Let's get to first date. What is first the first date? It's always like let's grab drinks somewhere, and it can be. It's usually like a bar, um, and it'll be like. There's As no like to a library. Where yeah, you're, like, yeah, exactly. your own, you know. Well, my thought, like some people will go for like coffee dates. I, uh, I won't. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think you'll have to. I have you really need alcohol. S- yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to like loosen up somehow. Um, and then it can be any bar, village tap. I've gone to 
feel like uncommon ground. Yeah, like, we're gonna take out the names. They're not sponsors. So oh, fair. Get them. No, get I'm their ass. Bro. I love uncommon ground. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Cameron. Good friend. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's usually the deal, and then we just keep talking and then go from there. So second date, what happens there? Goes well. Or first date, do you ever be like, hey, let's go back to my place? Or are you kind of like... No, that's something I brought up with other comedians is I've never hooked up on the first date. Really? I'm not even like kissing on the first date. I'm always leaving that for like the second date. And I didn't even realize that was even a possibility (laughs) that you could just bring somebody (laughs) home on the literally no idea. Um, Uh, Yeah, you can. I mean, it's just a matter of feeling it out. I've been told aggressively by several comedians that that's something you can do. Yeah. And as uh, long as it's consensual. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> like, why you don't want to come to my place. <laughs> Get out we, we create a monster. You're like, well, I'm not going out on second day. <laughs> Fucking. I made you a fish Photoshop. You owe me. You owe me. Get over. So what? So second date you kiss. Where's that dinner? Uh you yeah, basic almost definitely. Bitch. Or <laughs> basic bitch shit. I'll I'll try to do it something that's like relevant to something we talked about. Got it. Like uh, somehow we'll get into like conservatory. Let's go to conservatory. Or if they like salmon, you're like, let's go get sushi. Absolutely. If they say salmon's her favorite. Uh, let's go to the aquarium, bro. No, what are, what are we he doing? Gets, he gets spicy tuna or spicy salmon rolls. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So second date goes great. You go to the conservatory. You guys look at the, you go to the shed aquarium. Mm-hmm. How often have you gone to the shed aquarium? I actually, because of the fish relevance. <laughs> I, I have thought about it and I've said that I was going to do it. I have never done that. No one's, has anyone been a match where be like, I'm actually huge. I thought you were a fisher. So yes. this isn't going to work. Several. Yes. There have been I, like probably, I want to say three or four. There's no Venn diagram for people, women who are major fish fanatic, like actual fishermen, mm-hmm. and also would understand that joke. I don't see I there's don't a large so. yeah. thing. I, I think those circles do not I think they, at they all. They don't, yeah, they like touch. Yeah. And that's probably someone like, yeah, it's, it's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more um, <laughs> people, there, there have been people that will just match with me to say, that's a funny profile. And then we'll not. Do you talk actually to me. fish? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've gotten that a lot. I've gotten people because uh, I have a reference to um, uh, what is it again? Uh, <clears throat> some movie with an orca. I can't remember what it okay. was, but um, Little Mermaid. They'll they'll tell me. You know that's a mammal, right? And I'm like, I just did it for the bit, okay? <laughs> orchid is it's a mammal. I, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what an orchid is. I don't know. And then I, thought I, f- I thought it was a a plant. <laughs> Wild orchids. <laughs> or you're, you're thinking of an orca? Yes. Or the, the dolphin? The, yeah. Or yeah, the yeah, whale? Yes. Orca. Killer whale. The the the, the you things said orchid. The things that eat billionaires, you know, <laughs> that's hopefully relevant Killer when whales. people listen to this. Killer whales, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, they don't eat billionaires. That's well, sharks. Well, there was the whole um, submarine thing, and that was part oh. of the story. Oh, was that a, a whale? There was uh, so, oh, something to do with killer whales. Really? I, yep. Oh, yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a lot of threads to follow on that one. That's all conspiracies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, uh, I don't yeah. believe in billionaires, so. <laughs> so 
Let's go back to the, the, the projection. Third date. Second date goes well at the conservatory. Mm-hmm. You guys see the wild orchids mm-hmm. or killer whales yeah. or orcas. Yep. And then third date, you're like, hey, I'm performing at Lincoln Lodge. Probably. Do you want to come yeah. with me? Yeah. Yeah. Date happens. Are you nervous because she's in the audience or are you kind of like uh, you step up your game and you do the proven hits just to. Oh, yeah. There's no way I'm doing I'm material. risking anything. <laughs> <laughs> so no. she's in the audience. You do your show at mm-hmm. the lodge, let's just say. Is that, yeah. that seems to be a place. Yeah. I think I did. I think I brought somebody to uh, one of your shows that you put me on. Um, okay. Drink day. I I definitely brought laugh. somebody to drink day laugh, and that's uh, I did really well Rest on there. Peace. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, she told me she was like, "Yeah, I was already making like exit plans if this did not go well. Yeah. Like, if you bombed, you would not have seen me after the show. Okay, like, not a chance." And you crushed um, Laugh Factory. You do well at the Laugh Factory yeah. on a Friday. It's, I, I mean, you're talking about two hundred plus people at a show. I mean. There's and you oh, if you were, was I on that show with you was mm-hmm. I there yeah so I'm hosting so the show's amazing of course it's gonna be amazing yep. we have the did we do fuck Mary kill at the end uh, you? yes we did and did you get fucked or killed um I think I might have gotten Mary oh that's I definitely good. didn't get fuck uh, we bring up the fair. comedians for those of you who don't know drink day laugh is an interactive show we brought up comedians after the show and we have the three contestants pick who of the comedians on stage they would fuck Mary or kill. Her. Yep, and uh, if you got if you had a if you had a bad set, people would kill you They're usually, gonna, or if you were kill. mean. Yeah, um, and uh, usually, yeah, I could see you getting married. A lot. Yeah, I think Kilgallen was on the one that I was on, and yeah, a, a couple people were like, "Dude, eat, fuck for sure." <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, Joe Kilgallen will never do this podcast, mostly because he's married." <laughs> um, Okay, so that you brought the the one that you brought to drink date laugh was mm-hmm. your third date. What mm-hmm. happened after that? Nine months of dating. That was uh, that was me. the one in in yeah in, incompatible. Um, but yeah, so you fucked me over. <laughs> well, you had nine fuck? months of bliss. That was fair. Yeah. So what's uh what's the plan? Like what are you, what are the what are the let's let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What are the ways that someone could pique your interest? Because you're obviously going to their profile after they match you. You look at them. You're physically attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Or they do something. You guys have a common ground. But a lot of it is physical attraction. Let's not. Oh, between yeah. us girls here, no yeah. one's going to hear this. 100%. What is, the, what is your type? Um, I do. Uh, I, I like people that can do bits for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that probably a boring answer but um what if they quote movie are you a movie quoter type no if they're gonna go into anchorman it's uh (laughs) it's gonna go poorly um (laughs) but uh just somebody that can like riff off of me and we can kind of like go back and forth i feel like i do that shit like all the time sure and um like i i see myself as like an old man with somebody then we're just like remember the time we had a joke about uh, horseradish or some shit <laughs> wild yeah. orchids yeah wild orchids <laughs> yeah well but, but physically they i think just i tend Ooh, to remember them all being much smaller than you yeah well <laughs> it's either much smaller or much taller than really me. oh okay i've never because the people you've in, the women you've introduced me to have all been petite yeah. 
women like five two ish, I would say. Yeah, well, the comic that I dated was six one. So there was yeah. So there was definitely that. Okay. I used to make jokes about like, oh, this is uh this is what I used to lie about my height being. <laughs> it's really I like I get Seven why foot, people were yeah. mad. Um but yeah. <laughs> So I go, I go all over the place, but, um, yeah, that's definitely not like a requirement or anything. Um, I, yeah, I just like, what is the people, I guess. Let's talk about the comedy thing. So I think I, we told you not to date comedians on this podcast and I think Mm -hmm. you were on that spectrum back then. Yeah. I'll believe in that. And then you started going out with comedians. Yeah. Yeah. Why Um, didn't you listen? I did it specifically because you said that. Okay. It, it felt like parents that told me. Well, Don't you need you the do experience that. for when you take over the podcast. Oh, like, 100%. I could speak from experience. Yeah, yep, okay, yep, fair yep. enough. Hundred percent. How many da- comedians did you date? Oh, I <laughs> God don't damn. know. Uh, it, it wasn't a crazy amount, especially if you like compare me to. I feel Blake, like Blake. other people. <laughs> fucking Blake Burkhart. <laughs> That dirty dog. That fucking guy. He's probably going on a date right now. With a comedian. Psycho. Um, Melissa Vila Senor. <laughs> yeah. Let me call him real quick. Uh, <laughs> no, I I think maybe like five or six. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And all of those ended poorly. That a lot? Yeah, definitely poorly. Are you friends with any of them still? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, that's fine. I'm usually pretty good with like after breakups, like we're at least like cordial when we see each other. We don't hate each other. Um, but yeah, I dated a bunch of, I, now I feel like I have a different worldview where I'm like comedians date. That's cool with me. I am all on board for that. Really? Yeah. Even after the experiences you've had. Yeah. Okay. Because like my big thing is like the whole bits thing. And Maybe it's, it's someone that can do it. Yeah. What yeah. about like improv? They can just can't be a stand up. Oh, I can't. I just can't handle uh, the energy. No. I mean, I'm sure like right after this, I'll probably start having <laughs> a long relationship <laughs> with, with an improviser. At Second City, yeah. Um, but I. I think the cool thing about stand-up is you get to see them like go up and you just see their like they're per- like presenting their sense of humor so you can be like oh shit like that resonates with me. Um what I'm saying sounds like I am so like golden boy like like yeah this is what I am into. <laughs> I am also into ladies that have uh, big asses. That's my <laughs> thing. So is it I'm really? going to I'm go- I'm definitely going to try to <laughs> Even this out because I don't want to seem like I'm the I think sweetest that's, boy of all time. But th- th- is it really a big ass that you like? Yeah, really, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. that's funny. I'm like the opposite. Yeah, like I, tiny little butts. No, I'm. Okay. I'm. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. How do you? Fu- <clears throat> Let's mm-hmm. say you're on date two mm-hmm. and you get to the first. Well, first say you guys had drinks, mm-hmm. um, and when you get there, she's already sitting down. So you don't know how tall she is. You don't know what her bunk looks like. Yeah, yeah. Are you just waiting until she goes to the bathroom so you could check out to make sure she meets the butt qualification? Well, usually uh, already she'll like get up to say like, hey, hello. And then I'll give her a hug and then I'll do like a little twirl just to like <laughs> I'll make her twirl. And it'll be like a cute little thing. But there are uh, implications involved. Uh, Let's say you can't get the twirl. Uh, Second date happens. Yes. How do you get the how do you get her to? 
Well, at that point, out. I'm a little worried that they're... Do you spill on them like, purposely? It's like an episode of Three's Company at this point. I feel like there's got to be a point where she like gets up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> if she's like going to the bathroom and she's like backing up the entire time, I'm going to be like, is there like, <laughs> is this like a Voldemort what thing? What if she's where wearing there's... something you just can't tell? Sometimes you can't tell with clothes. Hmm. I think I got to, I'll probably call Blake and be like, dude, you got to get me the fuck out of here. I don't, I don't know what's going on, bro. What are the deal breakers other than they being large mouth fishermen mm. and uh, small mm. butts? Mm. What are the other deal breakers for you? Um, I, I should have really thought about this beforehand. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go on a singles only podcast. I, Deal breakers. There should be some questions. I mean, there Deal must breakers. have been a bad date you've had recently where you're like, ah, I got to get out of the situation. And, yeah. and you just, what was the, what caused you to not want to go on a second date after you've gone? Have on you first ever date? had somebody that's like so interested in the world of like stand up comedy that it feels like yeah. you're talking to like a journalist? It feels like it's a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That happens a lot. Yeah. That, that turns uh, you off. That really feels like uncomfortable. Um, uh, I felt like a couple times I went on dates that they were trying to get me to introduce them or get them tickets to see a sold out show where mm. I was performing on. Mm. Does that make sense? Yep, I don't want to yep. give out too many details because they listen to the podcast. But <laughs> I felt like literally they were like, oh, I saw you're also performing with so-and-so at so-and-so. I was like, yeah. I am mm -hmm. like, oh, can I can I come? It's like you mean with me? <laughs> no, absolutely not. So yeah, I, I get that vibe. And you, yeah, that's happened before the Matt Rife thing too. I've mm -hmm. had people reach out to me because I I did shows with Matt Rife briefly mm -hmm. a few times. Super nice guy, by the way. But that after that, everyone's like, can you get me tickets? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> And before that, it was Crystalia. Surprisingly mm -hmm. enough, people mm -hmm. would always try to get me to connect them to Crystalia. That's fair. Anyways, we'll just wait till Matt Rife gets canceled. Yeah, I can't wait. So that feeling like you're on a date with a journalist is a turnoff. Yeah, um, it's a lot of like comedy-based things. Like if somebody <laughs> asks, like, "Can you tell me a joke?" and they won't let it go, uh, that yeah. tends to be on the a date, thing. Yeah. I did that once, second date. Uh, she was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go. Like, she was asking me, like, what are you going to do later? I'm like, I'm going to go to an open mic. There's a new joke I'm trying to work on. And she was like, tell me the joke. I was like, no, I <laughs> don't. how it works. It's yeah. not going to be good. And then she, like, would not let it go. And then I was like, okay. So here it is. And then, like, the biggest silence I think I've ever gotten. <laughs> like, it felt like I <laughs> felt like I just did trigger warning and uh trigger warning is I an open mic for I those who know. I could hear Ed Towns like laughing in the background uh at me bombing. Um <laughs> but uh yeah that was that was pretty rough. Um what if they you talk to them, they're big stand up fans, which you also as long as they're not like fanning out with you. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing bits, everything. Yeah. But then all of a sudden she drops a bomb on you that her favorite comedian is someone that you just cannot stand. Like oh. they're like, Oh, I love oh fucking Jeff Dunham. Blake Burke. Oh, okay. or, or yeah. Blake Burke. <laughs> <laughs> um 
I would definitely ask some more questions. <laughs> like, like, how did you get which, this far in this? Like, yeah. Where you go to their house, third date, mm-hmm. you just crush the drink date laugh, different mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And you go back to her house and on the walls are posters of mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Dunham. I'd be like, which racist uh, puppet <laughs> is your favorite? I'm Let's trying go to think there. Of another comic that would be like just completely like, not not the yeah, not the one uh carrot top no he's okay dude i would probably <laughs> fall in love with that person <laughs> if they were like carrot top's my favorite i'd be like this is amazing um not yeah. gonna deal not, you just ask questions and then back. yeah but, I, but she also likes like i don't know like gary gullman yeah yeah i think uh <laughs> i don't think it would be a deal breaker what I if think, in honestly, addition to like, that you walk into the house, mm-hmm. you walk into a room, and she has her own puppet collection. Oh. Um, but there's all kinds of puppets, and none of them are, you know, yeah. she puts them on, she does a show for you. Still I, still not, but she's I, attractive physically. She's 5'4". Yeah. She's got a big rump. Yeah, yeah. I think. Third date. I I'd probably go third date for no, sure. This is the third date. Oh, this is this the is, third date. You're in her room, yeah. and I, uh, she wants to have sex with you. Are you gonna still? If we've already gotten, if we've gotten to the third date, um, I think I would find that like cute and quirky. But then I would be like, all right, this is probably gonna lead. If if she's not like following a career in puppeteer it's a this major is hobby like, like she's uh, got clubs that she's involved in. I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye out on mental health stuff for okay sure. the next question this is this is probably a little harder yeah she says i you guys are getting down and dirty and she's mm-hmm. like i'm sorry but this is what i was waiting for as <laughs> soon as you brought puppets i was like janet All right, needs here we to go. join us and you're yes. like who's janet and then yep. she puts a sock puppet on her hand and it's mm-hmm. janet She's yeah. like, it's kind of like a threesome, Dane. Yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to be like, don't you know this was my thing, bro? <laughs> <You're in. laughs> the threesome with Janet the puppet? Uh, I think I would probably just do it for the bit at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, I got to. And then, I, I mean, see. but the puppet's involved too. So she's doing stuff yeah. to you as the puppet. That's... You're still in. You think you could stay excited? I think I <laughs> without think, laughing. I think there would be. I I think if she's doing this and she doesn't expect me to laugh, then we've we've crossed the threshold of this isn't going anywhere. Um, but I fully would be like this. I need to see this person doing what is definitely uh, something insane. Um, uh, he just got canceled by the public community. Damn it. That, that was like a lot of my fan base right there. I really should have thought that through. Well, hopefully you have this happen to you. And uh, <laughs> I could be a genius for foreshadowing. I, this is going to be my next one-year relationship for sure. Dane, we're out of time. Where can where can people find you and your... Well, they can find you on Hinge with your fish thing. But oh, where else yeah. can people find out about your upcoming stuff? Yeah, basically just follow me on Instagram at Dane Farton. Um, I made that Instagram, I think, 10 years ago, and uh, I'll no never, get rid of take it. It. never get rid of it. Not Dane Farton one. Do you have the nope, original one? I got the original, baby. All right. Thanks, all, for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Dane, thanks for coming back after Thank five years. Yeah. Don't go changing, everybody. But I-